Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. On this week's podcast, I wanted to share some of our faith-based resources for our kiddos. These are some of our favorites. Now, we do try different ones from time to time. We do go back to old ones from time to time just to see if anything is is going to stick, is going to click, or anything that our kids might actually be interested in. And to be honest, the ones I'm about to share with you seem to be timeless. These are ones that we used with our oldest London when he was younger, and ones that we now use with our youngest Jericho, who is just over one year old. London being 10, his resources are going to be a little bit more in depth, but introducing theology, introducing the word of God to our children is not something that we need to wait until they're old enough. It's something that we need to be ingraining in them. It's something that needs to be in the fiber of their bones. It's something that they should be exposed to from the very beginning. Proverbs 22, 6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. That is such a rich scripture, you guys, and it's such a responsibility that the Lord has entrusted us with to train up a child that he has entrusted us to raise, that he has equipped us to equip. That's something I think we have to recognize. The Lord equips us to equip our children so that when our children do grow up, when they reach adulthood, that they have the word of God, that they have the knowledge of Jesus Christ that they have their salvation, that they know their identity as a child of God. Because when you go out into the real world, guys, if you don't have that truth solidified in your mind and in your heart, it's very difficult. The scriptures are full of passages that tell us the responsibility we have of training up children. And so having good faith-based resources with solid theology to introduce to our children is of vast importance, especially in our day and age that we are in today. Things are crazy, guys. Things are wild. Things are certainly not Christian favorable in many settings. And so that's why when we are in our homes, this is our first place of ministry. This is our first mission field. And we need to be diligent in what we are introducing our children to. So to start off with, I'm going to go through some of the faith-based resources for littles. These would probably favor more of like that toddler age, maybe up to like four or five. Something that we play every single morning in our home is listener kids. You can find it on YouTube. They have some of the most adorable videos and some of the funnest songs. And they're all Bible songs. We're talking Father Abraham, this little light of mine. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Some of the most precious videos, and I will say this, they captivate both my 10-year-old and my 1-year-old. And if those children leave the room, I find myself sitting there as well. But these are songs that will come to their memory, that they will be able to remember years down the road and share with their own children. But this is one of the easiest ways to introduce theology and scripture in Jesus Christ to littles, is through song, is through something colorful and captivating. And listener kids has done a wonderful job at that. The second thing I want to recommend are the Little Seminaries Guidebooks, okay? The Little Seminaries Guidebooks, we have two of them on our shelf right now. We have the Imago Dei, which is the Little Seminaries Guide to the Image of God, and these are books geared more towards babies and toddlers. And then we have the Little Seminaries Guide to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That one is called the Trinity. 
And these are something as simple as there are three persons in one God. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. But there is only one God. And it continues on. And it gives the differentiation. It helps to explain that on the level that our children can understand it with illustrations that are simple and that grab their attention. I absolutely love the Little, little Seminary's guidebooks. The Image of God one, the Imago Day book, is one of my favorites. I think it's so precious. And then another series of books that we love for littles is the Baby Believer books. So we currently have Let There Be Light, First Bible Basics, and Psalms of Praise. Now each of these is geared towards some kind of learning style or something in particular that they will be learning. Like Let There Be Light is an opposites primer. So whenever it's talking about in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God, He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through Him. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. John 1, 1 through 4, it compares light to dark. Then it talks about above and below, where it talks about Proverbs 8, 28 through 29. And the illustrations here, again, are beautiful. And it's just, it's scripture-based. It's scripture-based. But those opposites are just one-word comparisons to help bring that in for our kids. First Bible Basics is a counting primer. It talks about there is one God mentions Isaiah 44 verse 6 talks about two natures of Jesus fully God and fully man three persons of the Trinity continues on four Gospels five books in the Pentateuch and I know that seems a little bit crazy whenever you're introducing this to a toddler or a baby but like I said the sooner we can bring these truths into the lives of our children the richer and the more firm knowledge they will have moving forward as they grow I absolutely love this. Six days of creation, seven I am's of Jesus, eight beatitudes, nine fruits of the spirit. And then you have the 10 commandments. And that one is the counting primer. First Bible basics from baby believer. It's super simple, super sweet, super precious. And it introduces the word of God at a very early age. Now, some that we had back when we did foster care as well, that we have saved for our youngest Jericho. When we found out we were adopting him, I immediately pulled these back out of storage. It is the generation claimed books. These are definitely geared towards littles as well, like those others. But I love the generation claimed books. You have the first book, which is chosen, claiming your kingdom purpose. Another one we have is you are speaking God's word over your children. And then we have tonight, a book of God's bedtime promises. But like you are that book about speaking God's word over your children. Sometimes it's so hard to find the words or the scripture when we are exhausted, but we want to speak life over our children. And it's, it's something we just need help with sometimes. And these books do a great job. Like I'll read you this first page. Dearest one, you are a child and an heir of the most high God. Romans eight seventeen. since we are his children, we are his heirs. We love these books. And I know that a lot of these resources are book-based, but if you're going to be entertaining a little child, I feel like that's the best way to go about it. And the last one that I have that we'd use in our home for faith-based resources for littles is the Take Along Storyteller Bible Stories and Songs. This Take Along Storyteller comes with 12 little books, I believe it is, where you have like My Little Songbook, The Easter Story, Noah and the Ark, Parables. Joseph's Coat of Many Colors, Daniel in the Lion's Den, 
the creation story, Jesus walks on water, the birth of Jesus, things like that, you guys. And I mean, I'm not going to read the entire thing to you. You guys are probably like, okay, we get it. Y'all like books. But the good thing is when they are reading these books, they can actually turn on the little dial where it says stories and click the correct story that corresponds to the picture on the cover. And this take along storyteller will read the book to them as they turn the pages. It will give a little bell or a little ding. And honestly, I thought it would be something Jericho would have to grow into, but he plays with this every single day. And even whenever he doesn't want to sit there and flip through the pages of a book or anything like that, that Bible stories and songs take along storyteller on another little dial, it has different songs. So they have about, I think it's about 10 songs to choose from everything from Jesus loves me. I mean, you guys, it's just precious. And now moving on to faith-based resources for bigger kiddos. This is where it gets a little difficult, guys. I'm not even going to lie. It can be kind of tough because capturing the attention of a preteen is a little bit difficult. They honestly, if it's not in video game form, it feels like it's kind of a struggle to find what they're going to like. And so one of the first things that I will mention is the Action Bible. I pet, I am not the only person that has brought that up. But the Action Bible is a Bible that's laid out in comic book form with very intense illustrations, very intense graphics. But again, it's captivating for that age demographic. And our oldest has really enjoyed his Action Bible. And one that we have brought in is The Case for Christ for Young Readers by Lee Strobel, investigating the toughest questions about Jesus. This one is a newer one. But I have found that as our oldest is getting older, and since he has been raised in a home that talks about Jesus, that tries to keep Christ at the center of everything that we do, he's got questions. And sometimes I don't have the proper words in, honestly, kid-appropriate language sometimes to explain it to him. It's, there's some very difficult questions that kids will ask as they get older, and I have found having resources like that Case for Christ for Young Readers does help quite a bit along with a focus on the family book that we have as well is 801 questions kids ask about God with answers from the Bible. So if our son has a question, like here's an example, what does God want me to do when I do something wrong? It shares a key verse and then it tells an answer that you can use as a guide point. I absolutely love this one. This is one I don't even know if our oldest knows that I really use whenever he has questions, but I have found that to be a tremendous resource. One I want to mention that I heard about on another podcast, I was listening to Brittany Brazel with No Higher Calling, and she had shared an interview that she was doing with the Children's Bible Society. And now I used to love getting mail when I was a kid, guys. There's something so exciting about having something addressed to me. And so I loved when I heard about the Children's Bible Society. The creator named Heidi, she decided that she was going to create a resource for children and parents, and it helps the kids discover the Bible. It helps the kids develop an authentic prayer life. It helps them to learn about missionaries in different places, helps them to learn about different regions. I used to love getting mail, so I know London enjoys getting mail, especially something with his name on it in the mailbox. And he loves whenever he gets told, hey, London, you have mail. So I signed him up for the children's letter from the Children's Bible Society. The children's letter is a monthly letter for kids that has stories, 
hymn history, prayer requests, Bible memory, activities, all that good stuff. And it just comes once a month. And it's so sweet to see what the creator Heidi has put into this because she has children from all around the world that are now focused on different missionaries for the month in different places around the world. And children are learning how to pray and intercede for these missionaries wherever they are. It's super fun. I think I honestly enjoy it more than London does. Every time it comes in, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's this month thing? So that's one I would definitely, definitely sign up for. I think it is so beneficial and it's so much fun for the kids to get mail. We are a total podcast family. And when I say we, I mean me mainly because I'm normally passenger princess who gets to also play DJ most of the time. But anytime I'm in my car, I'm always listening to either a, an audiobook or a podcast. And so I decided to try and bring in some theology for kids while we're in the car. If I'm going to have something playing, it might as well be something fruitful and beneficial. So we discovered the Truth Seekers podcast, which is Bible stories for kids. It's a podcast for children and adults, honestly. And it journeys through different stories of the Bible. They start at the very beginning and they walk their way through the Old and New Testament in chronological order. The mission of the Truth Seekers podcast is to help children see the individual stories of the Bible as a part of one large story that reveals God's redemptive plan to rescue and restore us back to himself. The episodes are good. The narration is good. The stories are good. And then there's prayer. There's prayer on this podcast, which I absolutely adore. Now I'm going to get into things that there's not necessarily a specific resource for, but these are things that we, we do in our house. One is Bible trivia. I'll either look something up on Google. We have a couple Bible trivia decks and cards that we have gotten from Mardell over the years. We have a lot of fun with this. We have dry erase paddles that we got at Dollar Tree, and we'll each grab our dry erase marker and make it a thing. Someone gets to basically be game show host and challenge the others while we go through Bible trivia. And I'll be honest, there is nothing more humbling than your 10-year-old beating you at Bible trivia, especially when you're a graduate of Bible college. So I'm just going to say that right now. It was kind of exciting, but also kind of brutal because I was like, whoa, I'm rusty. But that is one that we do all the time. Bible trivia is a blast. We have also watched reruns of the Great American Bible Challenge with Jeff Foxworthy from like back in, I think it was like 2013, 2014. If you want to watch the American Bible Challenge for yourself, we watch it on our Roku TV through the Pluto TV app. You just search up the American Bible Challenge. It's there. It's only got like three seasons, but it's so much fun. I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but we enjoy it. So I can't complain. Another thing that we do that is a faith-based resource for bigger kids is Bible drills. I'll do little timed races with my oldest about find me this book of the Bible, find me this book of the Bible. You guys can make resources for Bible drills basically out of anything really. So we went to Dollar Tree and I bought the little wooden Jenga set that they have. And I mean, it's little, it's small, but I didn't want to cut these pieces on my own. And so I wrote on both sides of the piece the book of the Bible that corresponds to it. So we have every single book of the Bible is written out on an individual piece from that little wooden Jenga set. And we will do Bible drills where we see who can put the books of the Bible in order the fastest, who can mix them up and place them where they need to go properly. And again, this is very humbling because you think you're doing good until you get to the minor prophets. And then you're like, do I know anything? But so I have found that Bible drills are not only beneficial for bigger kids, but they're also good at cultivating a fun family time. So Bible drills, Bible trivia, those things are super fun. We actually just thrifted Bible trivia pursuit. 
And I mean, it is the older version. The box smells like mothballs, but I am very excited to play that eventually. We still haven't gotten the chance to it. But anything that creates conversation is one of the best ways to introduce theology to your children. It's one thing to just press play on a video and leave your children to their own devices and to allow that video to influence them. It's another though to introduce resources that help to cultivate conversation, that help to cultivate family time, that help to cultivate genuine curiosity and questioning because that's gonna lead them to a deeper faith. And the last resource that we use in our home as a faith-based resource for kids is the Bible Project videos. If you have been on YouTube and you are a Christian, you know about the Bible Project videos. They explain such complex portions of the scriptures in an easy to digest format. I mean, it's very difficult explaining the Trinity to a seven-year-old, but whenever we discovered the Bible Project, it was very helpful aid in us explaining what the Trinity is, what that looks like for our son's life, what that looks like for salvation of others, what the different roles of the Trinity play in our lives. And it was so incredible to have that resource. And now the Bible Project breaks down so many different things. You can get deep, deep into it with some of their resources online, some of their Bible studies, or you can keep it as simple as you need to. So that's one I encourage everyone to check out. So that's my list. I know that there are probably some on here that you've already heard and that you're already using. And I know that there are probably some that I did not list that you're like, you have to check this out. And if that's the case, will you please comment and let me know what that is. I'm always looking to introduce new faith-based resources into our household and to see what really catches the eyes of my little guys. And it's always good to sit there and share those with each other because you never know who's gonna read the comments and see something that might bless their own household. Before you guys go, I would love to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the opportunity that you have given us to raise children. I thank you for those of us who have influence over the lives of children who may not be parents, those who work in our children's ministries, those who help with childcare and babysitting. Lord, I pray that they would feel fully equipped and pour out so diligently into the lives of the children that you allow around them, God, that you allow them to speak into. And I pray for every single parent listening here that you would open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to receive all that you have for us so that we can pass it along to our children and they can pass it along to their children, God. Make us a generation that pours into the next generation, that pours into the next. Father God, help us to be eternity-minded. On those days when it feels mundane and it feels like the to-do list is never-ending, help us to keep our perspective on eternity, Father God. We thank you that we get the opportunity to glorify you in our homes, and we pray that everything we do would honor you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Before I go, I want to invite you to join me for my weekly devotional. If you want to go over to bloomwildlylivesimply.com and sign up for my weekly Devo, every single Thursday you will receive a 10-minute or less Devo straight to your inbox just to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. So head over to my website and sign up for that. And if you guys haven't joined me over on Instagram, I invite you to do so at, at Morgan Bartell. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's podcast of Bloom Wildly Live Simply. My name is Morgan Bartell. I'm so glad that you chose to join me. 